ears are open, and I better not go to sleep. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for your people. Thank you for this awesome church that you have allowed me to pastor. And I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart would not only be acceptable to you, but Father, they will feed your sheep. And I thank you that our lives will never be the same after having heard the word of truth. In Jesus' name, I declare if you believe that prayer, say amen. 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 God bless you. Well, I want to start out. I heard a story about a pastor who had a five-year-old daughter. And she noticed that her dad, before he got ready to preach, would pause, bow his head for a moment, and then start his sermon. So one day she asked him, Dad, why, why do you bow your head and take a pause before you preach? And he was so proud of the fact that she was very noticeable about his preaching and, and pastoring message. And so she, he said to her, well, I'm asking the Lord to help me preach a good sermon. And she said, well, how come he doesn't do that? <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, this better be a good sermon. This better be a good sermon. Amen. If you have your Bibles, I want you to find 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and then I want you to go over to Psalm 92 verses 1. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18 and Psalm 92 verses 1. Since we're getting close to the Thanksgiving and Christmas holiday season, I thought it was necessary to share a message that will benefit everybody. Whether you're young, whether you're old, what I'm going to share today will impact your life if, if you will apply it. And so I'm talking about the power of being thankful. The power of being thankful. Being thankful has power behind it, and most of us don't know it, and that's why very few people are consistently thankful in their lives. Now, I only have two points for you today, and here's the first point that I want you to write down, and that is being thankful is God's will. How many want to be in the will of God for your life? Let me see your hand. Well, guess what? Being thankful is a part of God's will. Now, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, not only am I going to prove this to you, I'm going to show you a principle about what thankfulness will do in your life that can literally change your life today. Look at your neighbor and say, my life is about to change today. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, look in verse 18. It says, in everything, give what? In everything, give thanks. Why? He says, because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In other words, God could not have been any clearer about what he felt about us being thankful. And he said he wanted us in everything to be thankful. That says that whether I have the job I want or not, he says I need to be thankful. Whether my children are acting the way I want them to or not, he says I still want you to be thankful. And some of us may be going, but pastor, what is thankful about having a job I don't like? Well, what makes you think you will be thankful for the job you get if you can't be thankful for the job that you have? I mean... Just being thankful that you have a job is enough to just thank God for. Because there are some folks that are out of 
work. Amen. And he said, this is the will of God concerning Christ Jesus. Now, notice here the word thankful, if you want the definition, it means to be grateful. It also means to actively express gratitude towards something. And it also means to say a grace at a meal. And that's why one of the things that I do with my children, whatever, whenever we eat, especially Landon, I make sure he says his grace. Now, sometimes I have to slow him down because he thinks it's a ritual. He's not really understanding that he's saying his grace because God has provided. One day, he asked me why he says grace. I said, because we're thanking God for providing for our food and for the food blessing us when we eat it. He said, but God didn't buy the food. You did. I said, no. I said, the only way I could have purchased the food is with a job. And the only way I could have a job is if I had, watch this now, the health to go to a job. And the only way I can have health is to stay connected to the God that gave me life. Now, he may not have understood all that. But at the end of the day, we have to show him an example of why we're thankful. Now, Psalm 35, 18, it says, I will give thanks in the great congregation. I will praise you among much people. Psalm 92, 1 says, it's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto the name of our Most High. In other words, you know, God wants us to praise him in the congregation. I know we miss praise and worship sometimes, but at the end of the day, he doesn't just want you to praise and thank him at home. He wants you to praise him in the midst of the congregation. Can you say amen to that? Now watch this now. Here's why it's good to give thanks to God. Because giving thanks and giving praise is the same thing. And I'm going to tell you this why. And watch this now. And when you praise God, Praise is what's needed for increase in your life. Now go over to Psalm 67. Psalm 67. Now notice he says in Psalm 92. Go to Psalm 92 first. Go to Psalm 92. I just want to point this one out. Psalm 92 verse 1. Praise and thanks is the same word in the Hebrew. In other words, when God is saying, I want you to be thankful, he's really also saying, I want you to praise me. Now, Psalm 92, look in verse 1, it says, it's a good thing to give what? To give thanks to who? Now, that word thanks, now go over to Psalm 67. Go over to Psalm 67. Let me show you that same word thanks in this verse in Psalm 67. In Psalm 67, we're going to look in verse 3. It says, let the people praise you. Notice now, people is a group thing. He's saying, I want the people to praise you or praise me. Now that word praise is that same word thanks over there in Psalm 62 or Psalm 92. What he was saying is let the people thank me. Let all the people praise and thank me. Notice now he has said that twice in one verse. Then he says in verse 4, Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy for you have judged the people righteously and governed the nations upon the earth. Look in verse 5. He says, let the people praise or thank you, O God. Watch this. Let how many? 
Let all the people praise. And that word praise, there it is. It means thank. Let the people praise or thank you. Notice now, he has asked us in two verses to do the same thing four times. Now watch the result of praising and thanking God. Verse 6, then shall the earth yield her increase. In other words, he's saying your increase that the earth needs to give to you is connected to your thanksgiving to me. And that's why some of us are not seeing increase in our lives because we have not been consistently thankful. Look at your neighbor and say, he's talking to you right now. Now, Psalm 111 verse 1 says this, Praise you the Lord, I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. Psalm 35 18 says, I will give thanks in the great congregation. I will praise you among much people. Now, in Psalm 67, he pointed out four times that he wanted us to praise or be thankful unto him. And he said the result of that is that the earth is going to bring increase to you. Now, I want to give you another analogy of what that, is, what that means because you know the saying that people say when praises go up, blessings come down? Well, this verse, Psalm 67, 3, 4, and 6 verifies that what we say is true. When praises go up, he said, when you praise me, let all the people praise me, he said, then will the earth release its increase. So when praises go up, blessings come down. In fact, look at your neighbor and say, when praises go up, increase comes down. Now, I want you to think of it like this. And here's the perfect day to do this. It rained last night. Did you notice that? Rain. Now, I'm just going to educate you just a little bit. Rain and other forms of precipitation, that's what the, the, the weatherman call it. It occurs when water accumulates in the clouds that fall from the ground. In other words, when the rain or when water down here on the earth, when it begins to dry up or precipitate, it goes up to the clouds and the clouds will hold that rain or that dew until it is too heavy for the cloud to hold it. Once the cloud holds that rain and that rain gets too heavy, guess what's going to happen? It's now going to release that rain on the earth. Well, that's what happens when praises go up. Most of us haven't seen the increase come now because the praise we are going up with is not heavy enough for the increase to come. In other words, water on the surface of the earth is what causes the rain to go up in the clouds. So shall the same praise be with you. When you and I begin to praise God, praise begins to go up. Being thankful. Lord, thank you for my husband. Thank you for my wife. What's interesting is the same job that we asked God for and thanked him for when we got it, we're not thankful for it now. The same husband, the same wife that you were thankful for when you first married, now we're not thankful for the same person. Maybe you're not experiencing increase from that person because you're not thanking God enough for the increase to come. And that's why, watch this now, this is good. That's why 
you and I's tongue is so powerful. Our tongue is so powerful because it helps, watch this, or hinders the increase that comes into our lives. And that's why complaining is so dangerous. Your words have the ability to bless you or curse you. Just write down Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. It says, death and life is in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit. But I love the message translation of that same verse. This is what it says. Words kill. Words give life. They are either poison or fruit you choose. In other words, if we're not sending up thanksgiving, if we're not sending up praise, we're sending up complaints. And you know what's interesting about this whole concept? Uh, go to James chapter 3. Go, go to James chapter 3. I have a powerful question for you. Here's a question. What kind of words are you sending up for God to use? If he told us that praise and being thankful when it goes up and increase is going to come down, if he told us that, my question is, what kind of words are you sending up for God to use? In James chapter 3, James chapter 3, look in verse 2. James 3, 2, you can look on the screen if you can't find it fast enough. James chapter 3, look in verse 2. It says, for in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in words, the same is a perfect or mature man, and he's able to bridle his whole body. Notice your words have the ability to control your flesh. It's easy to not commit adultery. It's real easy. When the opportunity presents itself, just open up your mouth and say, I don't want it. That's simple. I mean, those words help control your flesh. When you want to cuss somebody out instead of cussing them out, Bless them. Just look at them and say, you know what? I thank God for you. You help me grow. I'm praying for blessings and increase for your life. If you need anything, let me know. See, you just can't put words out there. You got to mean what you say. Amen. Watch it says in verse 5. Well, let me read verse 4. He says, Behold the ships, which are so great, they are driven by fierce winds. They are turned about with a very small helm. And it goes wherever the governor or the person who's driving it wants it to. Verse 5. Even so the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire can kindle. And the tongue is a fire. It's a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defiles the whole body. Well watch this. If it can defile the body, it can bless the body. Amen. And here's the thing. Look in verse 10 of verse 9. Therewith we bless God, even the Father, and then we curse men, which are made after the likeness of God. He says, out of the same mouth proceeds blessing and cursing. He said, my, my, my brethren, these things are not so to be. Watch this. It's not until there's enough vapor. Think about it. If you're sending up complaints, if you're sending up problems, if you're sending up words like, I hate this job. I hate my boss. I hate my neighbors. 
I hate my kids. Sometimes. I mean, you may be saying these things. What is God going to do with that? And this is why the devil wants us to walk by how we feel. Because your feelings are going to fluctuate. But your spirit is the same. And that's why the Bible says the word of God is, is ever living. It is never going to change. So if I speak the word, if I give thanks over my life, guess what's going to happen? My situation has to change because the word's not. So instead of saying I hate my job, why don't you thank God for your job? It may not be the job you want, but thank him for the one you have and the one he's going to bless you with. Because if you can thank him for the one you don't like, then guess what? You will thank him for the one you like. Thank him for that house. I know you don't like it. It might be too small. But thank him for it because some people don't have a house. Amen. Thank God for your car. It may not be the car you want, but you're getting to work without having to catch the bus. The double Dutch bus. I remember that song. Get on your bus, take, pay the fare, and tell the driver that you're going to the double Dutch affair. He, ha, ho, ho, how we doing? Here we come, double Dutch bus. Let me get back in the spirit. Let me get back in the spirit. You got a car. You got gas. I know you complaining the gas is high, but you got some. Just for you to be able to go and buy some gas is enough to thank God for because some people don't have the money to even get the gas. Amen. David said in Psalm 119.62, he says, At midnight I will rise to give thanks unto you, O God. He says, even if it's midnight, if I'm up, I'm going to thank you for being up. I'm going to thank you for being alive. Somebody didn't wake up today. Amen. Watch this now. Here's the second point as we get ready to wind this down because here's very, a very powerful point in principle. The power of praise gives me the power to raise. Everybody say this with me. Say, the power of praise gives me the power to raise. Now see, this is where it takes faith to be thankful. It, how many know it takes faith to be thankful? Because you may not be where you want to be. So in order for you to thank God for being in a place that you don't want to be, faith says, I'm going to thank him for where I want to be. And it takes faith to praise. And here's why. We have been trained to say thank you after somebody blesses us. See, even as little kids, when we give them something, we train them to say what? Thank you. But that's not how faith works. Faith doesn't say thank you after God does something. Faith begins to thank God and praise him before he does something. God's ways are not our ways. His ways are typically opposite. And that's why many people don't walk in the fullness of God because they are going by how they were raised and they were going by how they feel, but they're not going by what he says. And he, what he says is, 
thank me now. I mean, what kid would you not bless who thanked you before you did it? Daddy, I thank you for my car. What car? The one you're going to buy me. Thank you so much. Thank you for supplying me for gas. I'm trying to help you, heaven. Uh, thank you for some... I'm trying to help her. I'm trying to help all y'all young people who want a car. Just begin to thank your parents for the car. Thank God for blessing them with the money for, you to, for them to go buy it. Thank, them for the, thank God for the money to give them gas so they can give you some gas. And I would be thanking my parents. And they might be struggling... Like, I'll get out. It don't even matter. Because guess what? I'm thanking him first. Can you say amen to that? So watch this now. Watch this now. In other words, we should not wait until things are great to thank God. We should thank God so that things will become great. I'm going to say that again. We shouldn't wait to thank God. When things get great, we thank God, watch this, to make things great. Go to John 4 as we close. I'm sorry, John 6. Go to John 6 as we close. John chapter 6. See, I'm going to prove to you today. I've already shown you in the Old Testament. I'm going to show you now in the New Testament that when you are thankful for the little, God will increase it and multiply it into much. Whatever you don't have enough of in your life, I dare you to begin to thank God for what you do have. Amen. John chapter 6, look in verse 4. John 6, we're going to read verse 4. And let me just tell you, this was a story where Jesus fed the 5,000 men plus women and children. He says in verse 4, And the Passover and the feast of the Jews was close. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes, he saw a great company come to him, and he said to Philip, who was one of his disciples, he says, hey, do we have enough, or shall you go and buy bread for all of these to eat? And he said this because he was testing Philip, for he himself knew what he was already going to do. And see, what, what you don't know is that when you begin to thank God for where you are and what he's going to do in your life, what you don't know is he already knows what he's going to do. And Jesus already knew what he was going to do with what he had. Watch now in verse uh, 8. One of the disciples, Andrew Simon Peter's brother, said unto him, Here's a lad which has five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among so many? Here, they volunteered somebody else's food. And then had a nerve to, to criticize it. Well, what is this among enough people anyway? Well, it ain't yours. We do it. Bills come in, we complain. Can I tell you a secret? The only reason you have a bill is because you got some money. Oh, they don't give bills to people who don't have money. No, 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 no. They don't give bills to people who don't have money. You say, well, Pastor, I just don't have enough. Well, maybe it's because you created some bills you shouldn't have had. Come on now. I've done that too now. Watch this now as we get ready to wind this down. Watch this. Verse 10, Jesus said to him, he says, make the men sit down. He said, and there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in the number of about how many? 5,000. 
Watch this now. Here's a key verse. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given what? When he gave thanks. Even though what he had wasn't enough in the natural, he still gave the Father thanks for what he had because he knew the Father had the power to multiply the little to feed the much. And watch what happened. He gave thanks and he distributed it to the disciples and the disciples to them that were sat down and likewise of the fishes. Watch this now. We missed this. He gave them as much as they wanted. Look what it says. He gave to them as much as they would. They had two fishes. How many fishes they have? It was two fishes. Two long John Silver snack pack chickens. Right? It could have been just like two McDonald's chicken nuggets. I don't know. But it was two fish and 5,000 people. And he gave it to the disciples and said, let them have as much as they want. That's a miracle. But the miracle took place because he was thankful for what he did have. When praises and thanksgiving go up, increase comes down. Say this with me. Say, when praises and increase, when praises and thanksgiving go up, increase comes down. Now watch verse 12 as we wind this down. When they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather up the fragments. That's just another word for leftovers. He said, gather up the leftovers that remain so nothing will be wasted. Even Jesus was okay with leftovers. You mean to tell me that out of two fish and 5,000 people, they still had some leftovers? You want to know how your money can outlast your bills? Be thankful for the money that you're making. Yeah. Amen. Everybody say years ago. Man, my wife, she was, you know, she, she, she moved to America. This was, she was coming back to America, right? And, uh, you know, she would, she would say, hey, I'd like this. And, and I'd say, it'll be greater later. She didn't like that saying at first until later start camp started coming. How many know we's at later right now? Hey, man, I could have just said, oh, we got no money. Stop hounding me. You saw the bank account, didn't you? Well, what you asking me that for? And listen, just see, faith says, I'm going to say it and thank God for it before it shows up. Amen. Man, I dare you to begin to tell your wife what you want to do for her before you got the money to do it. That's just sexy by itself. I, I know you don't say sexy in church, but I mean, that sounds real sexy to me. Girl, I saw these Gucci shoes online that I'm going to get you one day. Well, it might be two sizes later, but hey. Jesus gave thanks. They ate as much as they wanted. Verse 14 says, Then those men which had seen the miracle that Jesus did, they said, Man, this is truly a prophet. 
Everybody say years ago. Years ago. And I'm closing. Psalm 67. I was reading the Bible one day. Going through a situation. And had been going through it for a couple of years. Uh, had been injured in a car accident. And uh, was suing the insurance company. And every time it was time to come up for court. It would get pushed back. I mean, I can't tell you how many court dates we had and how many court dates we missed. And finally, I got frustrated. How many been there before? Something ain't happened. They promised you this promotion. They promised you this. They promised you that. They keep pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back. But finally, I got frustrated. And I said, Lord, I'm tired of them pushing this date back. He says, well, it's not really their problem. It's yours. I said, well, he says, you're not praising me enough. And I read Psalm 67. He says, let the people praise you, O God. Let all the people praise you. He says, then shall the earth release her increase. He says, you're not thanking me enough. You're not praising me enough. And so we had a family meeting. Heaven was about two or three. I can't remember. And uh, I've always been the one that take my kids to school for the most part. And so, you know, every morning I would take heaven to daycare. But I told my wife in heaven, I said, listen, we need to thank God now. We need to thank God more. And we just begin to thank God on the, way, on the way to the babysitter or to the child care, me in heaven. I say, come on, heaven, let's praise the Lord. Now hold your hands up. She'd hold her little hands up. I say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and we would praise the Lord all the way to the child care place, right? After two years of not praising the Lord, he's telling me to praise him now. In two weeks, there was never a court session because they decided to settle out of court. Not only did they settle it out of court in two weeks of me thanking and praising, but we settled for the full amount. Can you imagine $120,000 at one time? That's what happened to us. It was because we were thankful. And I believe there are some folks, of you, you at your, you've been thanking God. You've been thanking him. You've been thanking him. I'm telling you, listen, don't stop because the precipitation is going up. And if you just keep going, you say, when do I stop? You don't stop till the cloud is full. Because when the cloud is full, the increase is going to come. So you don't stop in the middle because you don't know where you are. Just begin to praise. Thank you, Lord, for my job. Thank you, Lord, for the promotion. Thank you, Lord, for me being my boss's boss. Thank you, Lord, for increasing my life. Thank you for, for my family being blessed. Thank you for my new car. Thank you for my new house. Thank you for my new wardrobe. Thank you for thanking. Just thanking. And I'm going to stop right here and tell you this. This ain't just a Sunday's message. This is for every day. How do you think you got here? I begin to thank God for bringing souls into this church. I begin to thank God for bringing in people who don't even know Jesus and them giving their hearts to him. I begin to thank God for people to help with the vision that he's given this church. I begin to thank him that you got here because I thank God for you, for you got here. And I'm declaring over your life today. I'm declaring that as you begin to thank God, as you begin to praise God, you will see increase in your life like you've never seen before. Why everybody's getting laid off, you're going to get promoted. 
I'm declaring that anything your heart's desire will come if you'll keep praising him. And I declare you've never seen the money that you're going to get as you begin to declare and praise and thank God in advance. And Father, I thank you for this word coming to pass in the lives of your people because your word will never return to you void. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. And if you receive that word, give the Lord a hand clap right there. Every head bow right here, right here, because there's some people who God...